From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, um... Good to have you with us. It is a Wellness Wednesday edition, uh, and Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you here. Uh, there's so much legal news that I that I want to get into, but I think I'm going to save that for tomorrow um, because you have Durham in front of Congress today. You've got uh, you've got all of the Hunter Biden fallout. You've got uh, things that we're not taking care of and that in, you know, uh, charging that others are saying, oh, this is this is favoritism. There's a double standard here. We'll get into all of that uh, on tomorrow's broadcast. But uh, today we're going to talk about some wellness things. And I don't know about you, but the the number one story that's dominating the news in the last uh, 48 hours is this submersible submarine type of vehicle that these five uh, passengers, five people are in, a billionaire and his son, I think, are two of the of the five that are there. But it, it's you're starting to hear stories, and it's starting to really get into the final bits of time. I mean, as of yesterday, I think they had 40-something hours of oxygen. As we come through the end of today, that's turning into, like, maybe one more day at max. Um, and it's... It's it's um, it's concerning. It's I, people that don't even normally watch the news have have dropped me emails and asked, made inquiries. Said, "Kev, what do you think about all this?" Well, it's interesting. In today's New York Post, Ben Cost had, files a story um, about a German adventurer who explored the Titanic wreckage on the exact same type of submersible that disappeared. Uh, and he labeled this voyage a suicide mission. Um, this is, you know, amidst this, you know, concern they have for uh, what what's going on with the group that are down there now. Um, he was, I, he said, I was incredibly incredibly lucky back then. Arthur Loebel, sixty, told the German outlet Bild of his hair-raising aquatic adventure. He undertook perilous underwater odyssey in August of 21, diving down over 12,000 meters to the famous wreck in the now infamous Titan submersible. Also, along with the descent, for the descent, uh, which cost Lobel nearly $110,000, were French Titanic expert Paul Henry Nargiolet and Ocean Gate CEO Stockton Rush, 61, who is the founder of the submarine company Ocean Gate, and they're the ones operating the Titan submersible that's down there right now. They and the other three passengers are currently trapped aboard the missing vessel, which is possibly located as deep as 12,500 feet down off the coast of Canada. Um, the Bavarian entrepreneur said it was a suicide mission back then. The first submarine didn't work. Then a dive at 1,600 meters had to be abandoned. And Lobel explained that they ended up launching five hours late due to due to electrical issues, which he suspects is to blame for the Titan's crew's current predicament. Not only that, but right before the voyage, the bracket of stabilization tube, which balances the sub, had torn and had to be reattached with zip ties. Unfortunately, the cramped conditions on board the Titan were not exactly reassuring. He said, you need strong nerves, you mustn't be claustrophobic, and you have to be able to sit cross-legged for 10 hours um, to endure all of this. During one of the dives, he even touched down 
aboard the ill-fated cruise liner. So if you're if you're dealing with a submersible piece of machinery that 10 years ago or that even just a couple of years ago someone said was a suicide mission. I mean, I'm seeing several stories today and I don't know what the motivation for the writing of these stories are. It seems to me that if it was a news agency that was just truly objective, I don't know why they would come to this conclusion. But there's a lot of reporting today about this story, about, um, you know, how much danger the people that bought the passage on the submersible actually knew about. In fact, I got pitched a, uh, a, a guest pitch for an interview on, on a legal uh, issue. And they said, you know, it doesn't matter if, if the Titan people, the Ocean Gate people had them sign waivers that they still could probably sue the company. Like, this is where people's minds are at, which is disturbing. Because my thought is, right now you've got five people that are in grave danger and need to be found. And you have limited amounts of time left for them to be found. So why are we speculating about who can sue who there, you don't think there's time for that down the road it's really it's one of the creepiest stories that has um, broken out in the last couple of years and um, it's captured the imagination and hearts of people everywhere my, my bride who is not particularly you know hardcore news watcher over the last couple of days has continued to ask me about updates as they've happened and I, I haven't really seen much so there's there's not a lot to be updated about but if someone was saying just two years ago that this was a suicide mission, my, my hope and belief would be that the people that got on that submersible did consider the cost, did think it through, did make plans in case they do not return. That's the type of thing you do if you're, if you're so committed to your project or to your idea that you're going to do it and pay the ultimate price if you have to to accomplish it well you you still need to take care of those that you have responsibility for so if that billionaire and his son are there I hope that their family knows exactly what to do in the event that they do lose them and I hope that everything is well cared for but I think that's the wrong conversation at this point I think at this point you need to be encouraging the Navy, the Coast Guard, anybody that can get, you know, down there with some degree of expertise. You need, you need to find out where that sub is. Try to rescue it. Try to save it. Try to save the people aboard it and get them home. That, that should be the entire focus of this story going forward. Um, the, the guy that was quoted in the New York Post story, he's, he's a longtime daredevil. He's done a lot of things. He's jumped out of MiG-29s. Uh, he's 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 done all kinds of stuff. So he's a little bit of an adrenaline junkie anyway. Those are the kinds of people that like doing this stuff. Um, it's carrying British billionaire Hamish Harding and Pakistani businessman Shah, Shahzada Daewood and his 19-year-old son, along with the aforementioned two passengers. And they've been missing since Sunday, and they have fewer than 41 hours of breathable oxygen left, said the, re, said the Coast Guard on Tuesday. So if you're about 24 hours later, that's less than a full day's worth of oxygen left. They're going to need to do something. They need to be found. They need to, um, we need to, we need to do what we can to, to rescue those people. All right. Uh, weird story, but uh, there we go. Wellness Wednesday. Coming up, Dr. Laura Purdy. Uh, she is convinced that telemedicine is here to stay. She's America's favorite doctor, uh, and I'm so glad that she's going to be with us. And then a little bit later on, Dr. Mark Siegel from the Fox News Medical All-Stars is also with us. It's a power pack lineup. Don't go anywhere.
fed up with hair loss or weak, brittle hair? Invite Health would like to introduce you to Hair Enhance HX. This powerful bioactive formula targets the root causes of hair loss, like stress, hormone imbalance, and nutritional deficiencies, packed with clinically studied nutrients shown to increase hair strength and growth. Formulated to target male and female pattern hair loss with amino acids to strengthen hair and promote new hair growth. This comprehensive formula addresses the multiple causes of weak, brittle, and lackluster hair. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of Hair Enhance HX as suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com and use promo code HAIR. Are you ready to get to the root cause and finally see and feel a difference? Call now, 800-673-2345 for Hair Enhance HX. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And per usual, I tell you every week, we're going to get a live question answered from a real person from Connors and Sullivan. That real person is Mike Connors himself. Mike, this week's question comes from Stacy from the city. She says, my co-op board does not allow trusts. Is there any other way to protect my co-op, Mike Connors? Yeah, and, and we should probably start with the premise. A lot of people don't realize if you buy into a co-op, you're buying into their rules. So if you own a stock certificate to a co-op apartment, you don't completely own that apartment. You own a stock certificate. And any transfers that subject is uh, subject to approval of the board. Now, if the board doesn't allow you to put your stock certificate into a trust, you can ask them if you would allow them to put it, they would allow you to put it into a stock certificate that's joint, joint tenants with right of survivorship with your survivor. And if you, let's say, have three children, one child, you put the stock certificate's name in, may sign an agreement saying he's going to divide it three ways. There are ways to get around it, but it's very difficult. If the co-op says we're not going to put anybody's name on the stock certificate who doesn't live here, in some cases, you just may be stuck. And the only way to avoid probate is to sell that apartment and move somewhere else. Hard thing to say, but it's true. Well, and I can only imagine it's hard for some people because you you imagine you're leaving your place to your uh, to your kids and you want them to have a great experience. Um, so, friends, maybe you've got the same question. I would suggest very strongly, Stacy, that you schedule an appointment with Connors and Sullivan, talk it through with one of their experts, uh, and see uh, what what comes of it. Seven one eight two three eight sixty five hundred to call uh, their main office and schedule your appointment. Seven one eight two three eight sixty five hundred, and then be listening because Mike likes to answer your questions and he answers more of them. Saturday mornings at eight o'clock on AM five seventy and one hundred two point three FM, the Mission WMCA, and then Sunday mornings starting at eleven. Uh, on AM 970, The Answer. And if you'd like to ask him a question, send those to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Mike Connors, always appreciate the help. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mike Gallagher sees an alternative to Biden emerging. What we do or don't say about Gavin Newsom won't change the political trajectory of 2024. You better be ready for him. And I've been telling you for a year that he is likely going to be the Democrat nominee for president next year. And I think his appearance last night with Sean Hannity goes a long way towards advancing that goal. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970. The answer. now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is someone who has become known as America's favorite doctor. How does that happen? I will have to ask her. But she's also licensed in all 50 states, and she's on the cover of fashion magazines from sea to shining sea. How does all that work together? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Dr. Laura Purdy. Hello, Laura. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. That was a lovely introduction. You like that? Well, um, you are a fascinating person with a lot of uh, very interesting kind of uh, irons in the fire, as they say. You're also a veteran of the United States, if my uh, sources uh, confirm properly. Uh, can confirm. Yes, I was in the Army as a physician for 14 years. I got out in 2021. So you must have entered when you were, what, 12? I mean... <laughs> 
this is a little yeah, bit. You know, it was right around the second grade and it just went right in, a, <laughs> you know, kind of a, a early entry program. Well, um, so we've already laid the foundation for a great conversation, but thank you for being with us. Um, you have been a real strong proponent, advocate even for something called telemedicine. And before COVID occurred, it was already kind of on an on a kind of an upward arch for at least a good decade prior to that. But it was it was rolled out in bits and pieces. You could do something over the phone, and then they had oh this thing called video chat where you could actually you know the doctor and you could see each other face to face. But the resolutions weren't that good. But now we've got computers and cameras and stuff in our lives, even uh, phones uh, with cameras in our pockets that have really clear HD display. How much medicine, Laura Purdy, do you think can be moved to the virtual uh, reality space? As much as possible. I, what I tell people is we'll never be able to replace everything that we do in the doctor's office or the hospital or the clinic with virtual care. But what I would like to see, I would really love to see it follow the banking industry. Very rarely do we have to go inside of a bank, right? And so I would love to see where we funnel off as much as possible that we can into the virtual spa space to leave room for the things that absolutely must be done in person to be done in person. I have the four main Fox News medical all-stars uh, on my show regularly, Dr. Siegel, Nashawat, McCary, and uh, um, uh, Sapphire. And they have been talking for some time uh, in their hits on television and otherwise about the, the real need that COVID kind of exposed to us to rethink medicine with technology coupled with um, kind of getting back to basics in terms of doctor care. We, we did a lot of things wrong in COVID. We, we put too much emphasis on the ER and the pharmacy and that sort of thing, as opposed to really letting doctors and patients decide what they needed to do best. Your, your idea of telehealth actually moves the doctor back closer into the patient's life, does it not? Uh, 1000%. And what I tell people is right now, who gets to legally define what is a doctor patient relationship is regulators and lawmakers. But as a person who, I mean, I've had count, countless at this point, number of virtual health patients. It's all that I do. I think that who should define what that relationship is, is actually the patient. If the patient feels like they have a relationship with their doctor, no matter what modalities are used as long as they're HIPAA compliant, you're protecting the data and not you know, having any undue risk in that way. If it's chatting, if it's texting, if it's video, if it's audio, I feel like we should be able to use those modalities to establish a relationship in whatever way the patient feels like they are getting the good health care. If you think about it, when medicine was starting out, you know, oftentimes doctors were paid with a chicken or, you know, a bale of hay or other things that uh, as the pioneer and frontier went across the country, uh, it was the exchange of what they had for what they needed. Um, this is kind of the new frontier. This is the ability to have that relationship in a way that um, really does kind of redefine uh, that kind of closest. And I noticed on your uh, Instagram this last week, you put up a post that encouraged people to become your patient. But Dr. Purdy, what's the constraint on your time? You, you're a mom, you have lots of responsibilities outside the office. Can a doctor really take on the larger crowd of patients that telehealth would inevitably lead to? Absolutely. And I, well, I, I agree with your first statement, right? Back in the day, that's what healthcare was. It was brought to the patient where they are. And if you think about it, it also met the needs of the doctor too. So when you take away all of the extraneous things that control our environment, work days, hospitals, clinic hours, parking lots, driving, transportation, it really, and then also the the fact that we have you know 10 or 15 or 20 minute appointments and that's the only amount of time you can see the patient if you take all of that out and reduce it down to that doctor patient interaction it becomes simpler it becomes faster and it doesn't have to be done in real time i will tell you that um, processes procedures, scaling, and support staff is still really, really, really important. So I have a massive staff that works in my virtual primary care clinic. I'm actually bringing on new providers as well, because I believe that 
I can teach other people to be the type of doctor that I am with mm -hmm. the heart and the mission and the values and the ability to provide care, I can steward that onto other people. So when people come into my clinic, they may see me, they may see one of my nurse practitioners, they may talk to one of my nurses for a couple of weeks while they decide what they would like and then they end up in front of me. But I feel like we've really found a way to distill that relationship down to something that's very focused between the doctor and patient when it's time and allows me to take care of so many more patients that I would in the, the brick and mortar world. She has a podcast. You can follow her on social media. There's lots about this lady that uh, you're going to love to get to know and understand why she does what she does. Uh, Dr. Laura Purdy is our guest. Uh, doctor, uh, you served your nation in uniform for 14 years. Um, did you see yourself doing that when you were a young girl? Absolutely not. I thought I was going to grow up and become a pianist. I wanted to be a professional accompanist, and that didn't work out the way that I imagined it would. Didn't and, want to put and, in the practice hours, did you? I, it, it's no, all... Actually, you know what? I did, but I was too nice. I'm not competitive, which is shocking. I know. I'm not competitive, and professional music, at least at that time, was very competitive. No, it and... still is. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I don't have a competitive nature to me at all, really. And so my father suggested to me that I go into healthcare. A little bit of trial and error later, I landed on becoming a physician. Well, and, and that speaks to the personality of the non-competitive person, right? So you want your doctor to be only concerned about getting the diagnosis, not because he's trying to outdo colleagues, but because he's paying attention to what your case is about. Correct. I mean, I think that there's so much wrong. You, you mentioned this at the beginning of our discussion. There's so much wrong with our healthcare system. And I think in a lot of instances, the attitude, the heart, the mentality, and for the lack of a better term, the customer service that we receive from physicians, but even other clinicians as well, nurse practitioners, PAs, anyone who interfaces with patients, the customer service level is not where it should be. I think we have very low standards of behavior and and I think we really need to raise the bar um, and being not competitive and having love and care for our patients, but not at the expense of our patients is a step in that direction. Friends, normally we do this a little bit backwards. Normally we do the get to know part of the interview and then we do the uh, issue that they're passionate about. We've we've started with Dr. Purdy's most <laughs> passionate issue. When we come back from this break, we're going to get to know her a little bit more. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Congressman Adam Schiff of California is facing censure from the U.S. House. Schiff was defiant Wednesday as the Republican-led House was poised to censure him over his comments during investigations several years ago into President Trump's alleged ties to Russia. The censure resolution says that Schiff held positions of power during Trump's presidency and abused this trust by saying there was evidence of collusion between Trump's campaign and Russia. Hunter Biden will go before a judge next month to formally strike an expected plea agreement with prosecutors on tax and gun charges that will likely spare him time behind bars. The agreement has sparked criticism from Republicans who are pursuing their own congressional investigations into his business dealings. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 102 points. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. Nefarious, the number one movie on salemnow.com. Execution scheduled for 11 p.m. He's trying to convince us he's gone insane. I'm a demon. Here's what Kirk, Tatum, and Prager say about Nefarious. In modern day screw tape letters, teenagers especially should see it. It makes you think about the true nature of evil and scares the heaven right into you. It is a fascinating movie. It's absolutely gripping. Nefarious. Rated R. Watch it now at salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. 
This is Dennis Prager. Visit the Holy Land with me, Mike Gallagher, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo for Perillo Tours. Did I tell you I'm going to Rome and Sicily this year with my friend Steve Perillo? Hey, you want to go? It's simple. You just call 800-431-1515 and say, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey. Make it happen, baby. How does that sound? Rome, three nights, including a special intimate performance by yours truly. Then we fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taormina, Palermo, some medieval towns like Savoca and Forza d'Agro in Messina. Why? Because we're going to visit some iconic sites from famous Godfather scenes. How cool is that? Can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. We will do that too. Then on to Palermo for three more nights. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or visit please PerilloTours.com. It took a panicked run on a major bank to lead to the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And move. Moody's just downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. Just a reminder why many people diversify their portfolios with something tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't vanish into thin air. Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. This all-out war against cash is a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. You must read The Secret War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This all-out war on cash, digital forms of currency, too, is growing daily. So please get and read The Secret War on Cash, free to save listeners by calling or texting now at 800-630-1495. Make sure you mention Salem when you call or text 800-630-1495. AM 97, The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. And we're back from Times Square. Hey, um, you, you had a varied <laughs> background. You've, you've been in the Army. Uh, you're a mom. Uh, how many kids? What ages? Four. They're nine, seven, five, and two. Wow. That's, that's quite uh, the lifespan. We're 13, 10, and 8 right now. And it just feels like just recently they've all gotten to the point where uh, they can have conversations without us and be, you know, not necessarily totally making trouble the whole time while they're doing it. So good luck on those uh, last two catching up to the older ones. Um, l- let me ask you about this. If people are getting to understand what you've done and, and where you've been, they're going to discover you've been on the cover of a lot of fashion magazines. Now, for people listening by way of radio, you can't see the beautiful smile and the uh, put together wardrobe that Dr. Purdy uh, has visited us with tonight. But is this is fashion? Are you a fashion file? Is this something that kind of I, my bride is she you know, she's got her favorite designers <laughs> and she loves it. And her her favorite thing is to score the right deal on the right outfit like she doesn't want to pay full price for any of it but she watches and she tags stuff and when it drops in price you talk about an internet generation she's she's on it um what what's your what's your interaction here well so full transparency we said i was in the military for 14 years and to say i had no wardrobe getting out of the military which was just 2021 was when i got out so it was a little over two years ago may 2021 to say i had no wardrobe is an absolute understatement and you had your fatigues so and your white robe, and that was probably about it. That's it. I had PTs, you know, the, the shirt that said Army on it, and that, that was all I had. The shorts that said Army on it, that was it. The glow belt. <laughs> um, and so w- what happened was I got, I got out, and I started doing a little bit more public speaking, public appearances. Yes, some magazine covers popped up, but I had no earthly idea how to dress. So I have had coaches, stylists, wardrobe people i mean everyone under the sun trying to help me figure out (laughs) how to know how to dress which i mean it it seems a little silly but that's something that we really take for granted so 
What you'll notice with the cover of the fashion magazines is it's not just the cover that they give. If you open it, you will find that there's usually a five to 10, sometimes even 15 page story about who I am and what I'm doing. But the pictures are just the kind of the doorway into what I consider to be the the really important thing. And so, um, so I, I actually am learning to love fashion. I think it's a really fun expression of myself and I'm learning how to use clothing in the right place, right time, right situation, right season, right people in order to really have a fun expression. But this very, very new thing for me that I'm really just learning how to do. You just, you just made so many women just put their hands, their head in their hands and go, oh, because uh, they they've had the same frustrations and and uh, but they they've they've not had somebody come along and uh, help them the way uh, you were able to do that and that's I think that's wonderful um, I think that one of the things that I really wish we did more of was just really find the beauty in um, life and in people and accentuate that and help that to be seen. And I'm not talking about purely physical, but uh, who the human person is, the spirit and, and what we can do. And it seems like your whole life is kind of wrapped up in that. It's um, yeah, you're, you're, you're enjoying the fashion externally, but your heart is really to help people. Absolutely. It is what I tell anyone who will listen and what I tell my staff every day and what I tell my patients or even regulators, investigators, anybody who wants to talk to me, right? Because what I'm doing, you're right, there's a lot of visibility. There's a lot of eyes looking and that means there's a lot of questions. And what I tell people is it matters more why we are doing something than what exactly we are doing. It's the heart, it's the mission, it's the values and the why. And if we are going to be different, we have to be different. And, and that comes from here. So this is much more what I'm concerned about than, than anything externally. That is so well said. So let me uh, let you do a little commercial. If people want to become a patient of America's favorite doctor, and we now can understand a little bit why you would be called that, um, how, do they, how do they become a patient for Dr. Laura Purdy? Well, if you would like to become a patient, there's a few there's a few ways to find me. I do have a website, which is drlaurapurdy.com, and there's a button you can click to become a patient. I also have an Instagram, which is at America's Favorite Doctor. It's all spelled out, and there's a link there as well. I do have a LinkedIn, and really, I mean, you can find me just about anywhere, but I, I would encourage you to take a look at what we, I say we, because AFD, we, we, we say AFD instead of America's Favorite Doctor. At Team AFD, we have so many people who are working towards this mission of creating a new healthcare system. And I really think we're gonna do it. And so I would encourage you to follow along, look at what we're doing, look at why we're doing it. And I find that that once, once people do that, they not only be, want to become a patient, but they also want to become an advocate and a part of, of what we're trying to do. That is so cool. Um... Laura, thank you so much for spending your, uh, your evening with us. We're, we're really grateful. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I hope you, you have a great it. night. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Man, you talk about hitting a grand slam, just feeling just incredible. And I mean, I haven't felt this great in years. I'm 52 and with these, wow, it's just given me the energy every day to continue to do the exercises. And I just appreciate the doctor for what he's done. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm just to become a new man with energy. I've never felt this great. I just wanna say thank you to you guys. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code ANSWER. 
Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. I've teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer for our AM970 family, a Perillo tour with yours truly in attendance, three nights in Rome, seeing the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, as well as a special dinner performance by yours truly, then fly to Sicily and spend three nights in Taormina. Next, Taormina's Godfather tour. Visit the medieval villages of Forza d'Agro and Savoca. See the famous Barbatelli where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Next, on to Palermo for three more nights before flying home. A Perillo tour is a stress-free escorted vacation where you do not lift a finger. Call today, 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or please visit PerilloTours.com. Brandon Tatum, weeknights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Uh, Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't nobody but me. No one but me. And now back to Radio Night Live. Once again, Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, it's Wellness Wednesday, and you know what that means. We, uh, we, we delve into the world of all things that help keep you well, and uh, thanks to Dr. Purdy, uh, for being with us a little bit earlier on the whole issue of telemedicine. Very, very interesting, uh, given that we are coming out of the COVID cycle, but yet that seems to be as strong as ever. Let's turn to the more traditional kind. Uh, Dr. Mark Siegel is the uh, Grand Poobah of the Fox News Medical All-Stars, uh, and he is well-respected uh, in all the medical circles here in New York City. And you see him regularly on the network uh, espousing uh, things that are so important. And, uh, Mark, I noticed this week that you were uh, tweeting about several things, um, but you 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 also do a radio show, and you've covered some of these on on that as well. Um, what is the phenomenon that is uh, we're undergoing right now with rectal cancer patients skipping their radiation treatments? Well, it's a study that came out of the New England Journal of Medicine uh, just w- over the past week, which basically showed that that people that have locally advanced rectal cancer might not need uh, radiation uh, before surgery. But I interviewed yesterday Dr. Steve Wexner from uh, Cleveland Clinic, Florida. He's the, he talk about Grand Poobahs. He's number one in the country. <laughs> uh, he's a big big shot with the American College of Surgeons. He has forty r- fellows. He trains every year. He's I, he, he, don't be deceived that he's in Florida. He's t- Cleveland Clinic's top guy. Just happens to pr- like the warmer weather. Yeah. But he he says that nothing's really changed. He says that uh, the real paradigm for approaching rectal cancer is chemo and radiation, and then surgery as needed. And he emphasized that you don't want to uh, give radiation after surgery because it, it, it can distort the whole the whole area and end up with a lot of complications. I mean, this is a, obviously a region you want to heal if you operate. So your, your decision of how, what to give beforehand 
needs to be made, and what to give needs to be made beforehand. And I don't think his paradigm was really swayed by that study. It was a, it was a pretty small study. I think the, the larger issue here is why are we seeing an increase in rectal cancer in, in younger people. He also was smart on the issue of it's rectal cancer, not anal cancer. Anal cancer related to HPV, rectal cancer not. So we don't know if this is diet. We don't know if, if this is increased screening. We're not sure why this is happening. I, I think processed foods may be playing a role here. Well, we've known that processed foods are not the body's friend for a long time. But let me ask you a follow-up to the radiation aspect of this. Um, you know, when, when my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1984, the options for treatment were very limited compared to what they have today, especially in the traditional uh, medical arena, not to mention the alternative treatments that are out there. But um, with the way that radiation is delivered now with more uh, sculpted precision, uh, with, you know, um, radiation knives, if you will, getting down to the the smallest amount of tissue possible, does it present really the, the concern or the fear that people had of, of mass radiation from previously when you can be so targeted with it? It doesn't, but keep in mind the area of the body that we've been talking about here is kind of right in the middle of everything with a lot of blood vessels and nearby organs, you know, including the bladder. So, you know, it, it, clearly it's very, very focused, but it's not without its side effects. And that's any treatment. Every treatment has side effects. So you figure out the minimal approach, given given that you don't want this thing coming back. You want right. you. You don't want it coming back, so you have to really make sure to get rid of it. Because if it comes back, it can come back somewhere else. Well, and that's that's the biggest uh, concern of all. Well, what else? While you had him on your show, and while you were uh, able to pick his brain, what are what are some of the other uh, advances or, or developments that he's seeing in that field that are encouraging? Well, I think he thinks you know minimally invasive. You can you can uh, get. Uh, more for less and I think the thing he's most excited about is the immunotherapies but they're not there yet he thinks we're on the verge of immunotherapy breakthroughs for for colon and rectal cancer that you know and and of course he's with me on screening I made a point that you'll like which is there seems to be a there's a cutoff for colon screening like around 85 years old and and Steve agrees with me that there shouldn't be any such thing it should be like well how vital are you What's your mental status? What other what other medical problems do you have? What's your life expectancy? We shouldn't have that that rule. And he, yeah. like me, likes direct visualization. And I think our head of GI at NYU, Dr. Pachapin, feels the same. I mean, you can't match a colonoscopy. The worst thing about a colonoscopy, of course, is the prep, not and the anesthesia. I mean, it's, it's not it's not bad. I mean, it, it, there are side effects, but propofol is, is the mainstay these days, yep. and it's very well. Well, as a as a you know relatively new fifty year old, a couple a couple of years ago, I've already had one, and um, I I will admit it wasn't as scary as I had been made to believe it was prior to going in. Hey, real quickly before we take our first break, um, let me switch gears. You had some things to say recently about the health challenges that the border is presenting with what we've done. And just in a couple of minutes, could you summarize some of those concerns? Well, I think I think we're, we're dealing with a, a, a population that's under vaccinated, might have, you know, there's a risk of tuberculosis. There's a risk of of uh, infectious diseases. There's the issue of, of injury crossing the border. I mean, I think that we, we have to remember that as a country, we've always screened people. There's still COVID around, but that's not as as much the focus. But I, I, I think that uh, we opened Pandora's box here. And now, you know, with all of the, 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 the flooding of people across the border, we're not we're not limiting the, the health concerns. And what about overwhelming uh, border hospitals? And what about, uh, you know, I'm I'm not I'm sorry, I live in New York City. But I'm not shedding a tear for New York. I'm much more worried about Texas. Right, right. No, that makes that makes total sense. Well, it's um, it's 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 going to have to come down from the you know from the top. Uh, we're going to have to prioritize it in public policy, or it, it will not be addressed. Do you think that we're on the verge of like you know s- severe infectious breakouts if we don't address it somewhat soon? Yeah, especially combined with this terrible, and I have a very specific opinion on this that you may not share, and certainly other doctors you use 
uh, you have on don't share this, but I, I feel strongly that we're going to end up being an under-vaccinated society right now. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back. And Dr. Siegel, we haven't had you do this, but um, give us some doctor's orders. We're starting summer uh, today. Give us two or three things that you're telling patients to do to have a better summer and to be healthier this summer. When we come back, stay here. Mike Lendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800 Oh, seven, nine, eight. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sights and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza d'Agro for sites of actual filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800-431-1515 or visit PerilloTours.com. It's a real labor of love for me to tell you every day about Relief Factor because I'm a customer. I'm a delighted customer. Relief Factor is, of course, the 100% drug-free supplement that goes to work on getting rid of the inflammation that causes pain in your back, your hips, your legs, your neck, whatever kind of pain you're suffering from. Maybe it's just pain from a nice, solid workout at the gym. Let's see if we can get you out of pain because Relief Factor is the dietary supplement that supports the body's natural functions, and it really works. You know how I know? Well, first of all, if I forget to take it, my lower back pain starts creeping back. And second of all, I know that over 70% of people who take the three-week quick start from Relief Factor, which is 1995, order it again. It does work. Let's see if we can get you out of pain. Go to relieffactor.com to take the three-week quick start. relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384 for the one and only Relief Factor. The only station in New York that doesn't hold back. AM 970, the answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, final few minutes on Wellness Wednesday. And it's fun to have um, Dr. Siegel join us at this part of the, the uh, show because we have not had him in this segment in a very, very long time. But Dr. Siegel, one of the things we like to do at the end is to give us a prescription. Uh, write us something that's going to give us a healthier summer if we follow it. And, uh, you know, two or three things that you're encouraging people to do this year to be healthier as we kick off summer today. Well, some of this is obvious. Uh I think let's talk about where we are. We're coming out. We've come out of the pandemic. People are too sedentary. People are, are having a lot of social anxiety and distancing. 
So I want people to actually reach out to each other. Sounds corny, but I think we have to rebuild social relationships. I think people should work less from home. I think that we have to move away from processed foods, as we just said, move more towards fruit and vegetables and regular exercise. You know, there's a huge run on Ozambic and, and Wagovi, but how about lifestyle changes? I mean, smaller portions and people, uh, people exercise. Exercise isn't to burn off fat. It's to put your brain in a different framework where you're not inclined to stuff yourself. We need, we need more of that and we need kindness. I think my biggest prescription of all is kindness and, and lack of, we, we, we've been at a time of great rigidity and, and, and I think social media feeds that. Social media feeds social anxiety. And the, and the trick is to not be so full of yourself and to look for solutions from others. Wow, are you a voice, Craig, in the wilderness on that, Dr. Siegel? Uh, I mean, I, and I, I agree with you. I'm sitting here nodding my head in total agreement, but it is a difficult reality in a day in which nearly every single person has their eyes glued to that little screen that's in their hand. You know, and that screen is, is pushing forth vitriol, and we don't see it. It's invisible, invisible vitriol. Now, the purpose of that screen was to give you groups that you could actually join, by the way. There's supposed to be some commonality or role modeling, but it ends up being vitriol. It's the Wild West. It's the wild west. Yeah. Well, one of the things I've noticed, you mentioned smaller portions uh, just a couple, of, eh, a couple of months ago. I was feeling just a little sluggish. I do try to work out. I do about five yoga sessions and at least one fusion Pilates session a week and just try to move as much as I can, sweat a, a good deal, drink a lot of water. But I was noticing that the portions were increasing and I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm just eliminating those final portions in the evening. I'm eliminating the late night sweet. Um, I'm eliminating the, uh, the <laughs> little, little ounce of bourbon before bedtime uh, and I'm feeling better. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that up and keep drinking water and keep moving. And I, I, I think I'm gonna have a pretty good summer. Well, you're you're in pretty good health, and I'm always there to give you advice if you need it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not worried about you. I appreciate that, uh, Dr. Mark Siegel. Always appreciate you being with us. Thank you for being here. Great to be on with you, Kevin, and have a great day. You got it. Okay, there he goes. Uh, very busy in the middle of his uh, practice right here in New York City, and always, always, always so glad to have him. He's so generous with his time, uh, and between Langone and the hospital and Fox and all the rest, he's got he's got a lot going on. And uh, here he is spending time with us on Wellness Wednesday. Kevin McCullough saying join us next time. With you.